Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. So whether you're on your commute to work or whether you're doing the dishes or if you're deciding which face mask to wear today, you know, depending on what outfit you're wearing, mm-hmm. we're glad that you tuned in. Right. Thanks, Tom. Good good morning. It's Wednesday, halfway through the week, and we're back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is John Wood, and this is Tom Jouster again. So, hey, Tom, what are you thankful for this week? Hmm. Can you tell us? Please. Okay. Well, um, it, it's not something that happened this week, but okay. a couple of weeks ago, Lori and I got to go visit my dad out in New Jersey, and we Ooh. haven't seen him in over two years. Um, and so we got to spend a weekend with him. It was just a quick 48-hour weekend, and it was just good to see him. He's 84, and um, he's still doing okay. He's still living at home, but it was just good to see him face-to-face instead of just talking on the phone. I mean, that. Mm. so I'm very thankful that we had that time together. And next week, you know, spring break is starting next week. Um, We get to go down and visit um, our son, Calvin, and his wife, Leanne, for Mm. a week. And so definitely thankful for that because last year with the whole COVID thing, we were unable to do that. And so it's good to go see them um, uh, where they're living again and just spend some time with them. So those are just just thankful for family, the fact that we can travel and go visit them since they live so far away. What about you, John? Anything you're thankful for this week? Yeah, like you... um... We're going to get a chance to go away and uh, go down to Texas, actually, and visit my grandson, who's a student at uh, Texas Christian University there in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So we're going to spend some time with him there. He's on spring break next week, too. And, um, yeah, he's... uh, you have, we haven't seen him for a while. Well, about, about Christmas time was the last time. Okay. Yeah. Then we're going to travel down to San Antonio and do a little touring there and then yeah, back home again. Hmm. So now was he, you said he's in Texas. Was yeah. he affected at all by this, like this cold, cold weather they had a couple, a couple weeks ago? Uh, yes and no. Um, he uh, survived basically because he lives on campus and the, the campus did not lose power. Uh, okay. So they, they were very fortunate in, in that area where, where he's, he's living. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, Let's get on with the uh, the real things of what we're here for today. Is um, today's passage is taken from Psalm forty, uh, verses five through ten. And uh, Tom, will uh, will you read it for us, and then we'll discuss it together, and we'll ask ourselves what God is saying to us. And there are obviously no wrong answers, and we especially want to pay attention not only to the things that maybe excite us and um, interest us but the things we love but also to the things that that bother us maybe and the things that cause us to pour and uh, pause and question things so with that in mind tom would you mind reading our passage for today sure uh this is uh psalm 40 verses 5 through 10 okay. and it goes like this many lord my god are the wonders you have done the things you planned for us None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have opened. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require. 
And then I said, here I am, I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. I proclaim your saving acts in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips, Lord, as you know. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and your saving help. I do not conceal your love and your faithfulness from the great assembly. Okay. So, so as I read that, John, um, mm -hmm. as you kind of prepared for, for today's podcast, what's uh, something that kind of jumped out at you and got your attention? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, just out of curiosity, what, what um, Bible version are you reading from? Um, it's, it says the New International Version, but it was off of Bible Gateway, so I got oh. it off the computer. So okay. obviously, because you have the, you also yeah. have the New International Version in front right. of you, but it must have had some different words yeah, in there. Yeah, definitely had some different okay. words. Okay, right. Yeah, it's probably the, obviously the same meaning. Uh, so, yeah, um, obviously we're talking about a Psalm of David, um, who wrote most of the Psalms here, and it it's kind of recounts these verses recounts David's relationship with his uh, his Lord and his God. And uh, he was a man after God's own heart. We, we know that tells us in scripture. And that these words that we read today could also describe how Jesus related to his own father, um, especially verse eight. Uh, I desire to do your will, oh, oh my God, and, and your law is within my heart. We know that for sure that that was, uh, you know, how Jesus definitely lived and uh this is a obviously kind of a prophecy leading us you know to jesus and another example is in verse seven it says here i am i have come it is written about me in the scroll and that was one thing i kind of picked up in on um because in the new testament it talks about in um i believe it's in mark about when jesus stood up in the temple in nazareth and and read from the scroll from Isaiah 61, which is another prophecy about Jesus. So it talks about the scroll in the, in this Psalm and, and Jesus read from that Psalm when he came here on this earth. So, yeah. So that's kind of in a nutshell, what I, I kind of picked out of this, this uh, verse from Psalm 40. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned that David was, uh, you know, it doesn't say it in this pastor, but David was uh, described as a, a man after God's own heart. Mm -hmm. I wonder what that, like, what does that mean? Yeah. I know, I know like I said, it's not part of this script for pastors. No, I but know. Well, I, I, I strive for that too. I know. I know you, you probably do too. Yes. Strive, strive to be a man after God's own heart. I mean, to be what, as Christians, we're supposed to, be like Jesus, you know, to this world, you know, Jesus was a light in the darkness. And, and I, I hope that we can be that way too, as we go about our daily lives and, uh, you know, meet with people and do, do the things that the Lord leads us to do. Right. So, well, you mentioned like in verse eight, you know, that he says, I desire to do your will, my God. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I guess somebody who is, is, is a person after God's own heart would be somebody who desires to do God's will all the time. Sure. Right. I mean, we are broken people, so we can't do that Perfect. perfectly. But um, yeah, that's, that's, that's mm -hmm. something we as people who follow Christ should strive for all the time. Right. To, right. to, to do your will, my God. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, something that stuck out to me, sure. um, and this, this again came from the footnotes at the bottom of my of my Bible, mm -hmm. uh, but it said that this was a prayer um, for help when troubles abound. Okay. okay? And so I'm like, well, okay. Um, I often have times of, of trouble, um, yeah. things that make me nervous. I kind of talked about that on Monday, you know, things that uh, make me worried or things that like stress me out a little bit. But um, so I'm like, okay, th this is a prayer for help when troubles abound. And there, there's got to be something in here um, for me here. Mm -hmm. But what, what I've noticed is, is um, words like speak and tell of your deeds mm -hmm. and proclaim your saving acts and i'm not going to seal my lips lord i'm not going to hide your righteousness i'm going to speak i'm not going to conceal your love and your faithfulness right. so so that that just made me think okay so when i'm stressed about something when i'm worried about something what is one thing i can do to kind of help i'm like well i should just re like remember the good things that the lord has done and just like speak them yeah. Whether I'm whether I'm saying them to Lori or whether I'm saying them to my students at school or whether I'm just thinking them in my head, I should like I should just ponder on those good things that the Lord has done for me in the past right. and go, okay, God, even though I'm worried or stressed about this thing, I know you're going to help me get through this also, just like you have done so many good things in my life in the past. So that was one thing that's that, that stood out to me, just about the fact of like telling and mm -hmm. uh, proclaiming the acts of God and how just doing something as simple as that can be um helpful right you know yeah yeah if we if you go on and read a little further i know it's not part of our podcast but it says um for troubles without number surround me my sins have overtaken me i cannot see they are more than the hairs of my head and my heart fails within me but then it says in verse 13 be pleased O lord to save me O lord come quickly to help me and may all who seek to take my life be put to shame and confusion. So, yeah, just keep centered on, on the word. I mean, yeah. that's the way you stay centered on God, by reading his word right. daily. Right. And this is what we're trying to do here. Exactly. Yeah. I'm curious, John, you have the NIV Bible in front of yes. you. I have this NIV passage I got off of, uh, off of Bible Gateway up. Could you read verse six from there? Because sure. I'm just wondering whether it talks about something that mine says or not. Yeah, this is an interesting verse too. It says, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have pierced, and burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require. Okay, so my 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 version yep. is exactly the same except for that second line. Mine says, but my ears you, you have opened. Uh, okay, and yours said pierced. pierced. And so I, I kind of circled that and yeah. I thought, well, you know, and I, I, and I love how over this Lenten season here at Victory Point, we've been focusing on abiding, yeah. you know, and the whole idea of um, like Chris Klein recently talked about silence, mm -hmm. how, it's, how it's good to be, you know, spend time in silence because that, that's how God, that's how you can hear, right? That's how your ears can be pierced right. by God. That's they how your can ears be can be opened yeah. so you can hear you know, God's word and what he wants you to do. And so, yeah, just the whole idea of may my ears be opened or like you, like your version says, um, may my ears be pierced, but um, we have, we have to kind of be silent in order for God mm -hmm. to, to do that. Cause he doesn't often um, speak in huge ways. He often speaks in whispers like he, like oh, he did yeah. to Elijah in the old Testament. Right. Yeah. Very good. All right. Yeah. I think we, uh, 
we kind of expounded that passage pretty well. I think so. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot in there, but uh, yeah, that's very good. Well, thanks again, uh, everyone, for joining us today. And uh, tomorrow we'll be back again. It'll be Thursday for another episode of the podcast. And so we will hope, hope you will join us for that. And until then, um, our prayer is that the Lord will bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you and your family. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and may he give you peace. Amen. See you. See you tomorrow, everybody. Bye.